When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's the premise here. With me, as always, the skeptic, the voice of the people, the little devil on my shoulder, Kristen Stuttered. Hey, Kristen. Uh, hello, Joe. How you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm doing great. Personally, do, you remember, do you remember what month we're in? Podtober? October. Pod. Uh, Crosstober. Close. Pod. Octopod. Crosstobpod. The bad pun theme for October will be Crocstober. I hate it. I. <laughs> it's really not Podtober. We're sure it's not Octopod. Crosstobpod. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. That uh, no, I it's can't. It's better than be. Crocstober. <laughs> you're. That's where you're wrong. Sadly. But I'm glad you said it out loud. That's really what it's all about. Oh, um, yeah, we're we're crossing over with podcasts all month, and we're excited to have this podcast joining us this month. The Take This Pod and Shove It podcast, featuring uh, two very funny gentlemen, Tyler Snodgrass and Danny Moppin. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, Howdy. thanks for having us. <laughs> Do you like Crocs Tober? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At obviously, first I thought you said. At first, I thought you meant Crocs, like the shoes. No, the shoes. I, that's what yeah. I would think if they heard that. I mean, I definitely like, said it. Hey. I said Crocs uh, oh, to start okay. off. Right. Crocs, Tover. I'm trying to get crossover and October and not leave out right. any letters from either word. Because <laughs> you know, like, that's that's how puns work. They have to include all of the letters from both words. If you're fair. That's what a, that's what a spoonerism a fair, naturally does. Pun. I'm fair. I don't leave any letters out, and then I don't right. see why yeah. you why you want to discriminate against certain letters, Kristen. She wants to get them out of here. I say, let them all in. You know, but I was going to say, let them all in. I let them all exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, Chris. And Kristen's she's shaking her head because she feels as though I'm, she's been shamed, and she has. Well, been. no, I do not. I'm generally let them all in, but when it comes to the letters, I'm like leave some out for the sake of clarity. I don't know. Could yeah, be you're me. more like jazz about it. It's you know, yeah. It's the I'm letters just, you don't hear. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the letters you don't hear. Yeah, they could be in there. Just better be silent. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very. That's a very generous read on uh, Kristen's. I'm gonna call it eugenics. Um, she's <laughs> she's leaving some letters out because they're not they're not worthy, and she's trying. They to Eugenics is of course just you no, and I'm eugenics. An, yeah, thank you. No, I'm an editor. I'm an editor in that I leave things out that um, make things unclear. Well, right? there's a brevity this, and clarity. That's me. I'm well, basically the, only thing, the, the elements of style over here. Wow. I would say mm-hmm. the only thing that's clear is we're not going to come to an agreement on this, but oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of interpretations. Let's, uh, let's get, let's not talk about the pun for too long. <laughs> no, I think we got more time on this. You know, I think we got... <laughs> 
Let's let's uh, Tyler, Danny, you guys have this podcast. Take this pod and shove it. Relatively new podcast. I would love for you guys to introduce what your show is and what you guys do to our audience. Oh, sure. Tyler, you should take this one. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll beef it. Take this pod and explain it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. So basically, Danny and I, I mean, we're old comedian buddies from our time in Chicago and we always uh talk music a lot but we come from like a rock and metal and punk background but we discovered a shared late love of country music as we got older because we used to hate country music because we heard what was on the radio in the 90s and the early 2000s and uh, we realized we were missing out on a lot of good stuff so we decided to make a podcast where we try to uh, proselytize the stuff that we think other non-country fans might like to get them mm. into country music. Oh, that's yeah, great. Absolutely. Nailed it, Tyler. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I guess depending on your definition, I know Danny, you are from the South. Tyler, you're from Missouri, right? Which is technically, yeah. technically depending not. on your definition of the South. Right. right. I like to specify I'm from the Ozark, so it gives me a little bit of hillbilly cred, but uh, yeah, it's not the South. Yeah, we're both raised by mountain ranges, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right, and in and I'm just thinking about growing up in that area, probably exposed to a lot of mainstream country. Oh yeah, like uh-huh. there was probably like seven radio stations just in Louisville, Kentucky alone, and Louisville is like the big city. You know, yeah, um, right. The Kentucky urban area. Too. Yeah, it's the it's the Manhattan of Kentucky, you know. And uh-huh. but there were still seven radio stations that were just pumping them out. And like when I was younger, it was stuff that I still kind of like today. Whether I mm-hmm. I love Garth Brooks, I love Brooks and Dunn. All the Brooks. Anyone who's yeah. Brooks, Mel Brooks. Yeah, and there's all that stuff or whatever but then it also just played so much dog shit you know on mm-hmm. and if you couldn't escape it because there was seven radio stations there might have been like 12 total radio stations three of them were like church all the time you know <laughs> just church. playing church just yeah. playing yeah just classic playing episodes church. of church yes uh-huh. <laughs> right well it's it's fun. I, I i know you guys have likely done a good amount of driving through the country as comedians i know i have and mm-hmm. it feels like you know you wind up in these dead zones every once in a while where you press seek on the radio and oh, you yeah. watch it go almost all the way through the cycle <laughs> yeah. and and the things that it usually hits on if there's anything is there's typically country well, yeah. there's church and then there's country. Right, there's Christian yeah. rock, which sometimes you, you stumble. You're kind of like, oh, is this rock? And then, and then you, you're you like, wait who three is this seconds. key that uh-huh. they keep talking they, about? It's yeah. pretty <laughs> remarkable how <laughs> they will tell you they're talking about Jesus within three seconds or less. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he is risen never means like, you know, a biscuit yeah. uh, or <laughs> a nice cake. It's always, mm-hmm. you know, a, a dude that people like and uh <laughs> yeah dude people yeah. really are kind of intense Just about super into this dude <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but where, where i grew up in pittsburgh we had one country station but it was at the far end of the dial it was like 107 something so it was like easy huh. to ignore so i didn't grow up with like 
any country at all, which is kind I would say actually kind of surprising because Pittsburgh is surprisingly close to West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. So you'd think there would be. And I just remember, like, I used to work at a parking lot when I was a teenager, not realizing how big like Rascal Flats was. Like, who are they? And <laughs> yeah. why are there so many people showing up to this concert? For I, I thought we all Pittsburgh agreed like we're not into country, but it was like it really blew me away. And not only that, but seeing how country people looked like wearing the cowboy hat and like boots. Oh, and yeah. And it seems like that kind of thing exists throughout the entire country. Just no matter where you are, there's people yeah. who are ready at the drop of a cowboy hat to say uh-huh. um, <laughs> like I'm country all the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think there's also a lot of people that become country when the opportunity arises where it's like oh rascal flats is in town okay we'll dust off the hat that i would never wear <laughs> otherwise yeah you know, awesome. Let's do it. Where, yeah yeah <laughs> so find I, the bolero in the back of your closet uh-huh, yeah <laughs> oh the bolo tie pardon me not the yeah, bolero hey. i mean the I bolero you could wear a bolero to anything and a fancy occasion um i will admit i don't think i know what a bolero is a bolero is like a short cropped uh kind of cardigan-esque thing okay it's, it is it's a little oh. more of it's a bolero jacket is like what a matador <laughs> would wear almost like a cropped like little it's called well, the bolero. I believe, but a bolo uh, tie is, is quite country. Yes, there but you didn't, go. Didn't uh, matadors also wear a bolo? They did. So a bolo, so, a bolero. Oh, it, it's yeah. it's not it's not wild that I pulled that. Yeah, uh, no, I, would I actually love that to like go see, especially like rascal, rascal. flats, like you're saying. And there's just a matador. Show you're just yes. in the full matador. I'm a huge fan, you know. I'm just a big and, life and is a highway do, man. Well, they you also have like, a view. They also have a, a huge fan because that's also part of uh, Spanish. Part of, yeah. Once again, I'm I'm going too far into a different culture that we are not talking about. Uh, right. I, I spent two years of my childhood in Tennessee and like immediately was just like y'all fixing to make dinner like really (laughs) immediate I was six years old and I can remember saying fixing real fast and y'all and down yonder like for real saying yonder no questions asked yeah that's that's deep then I moved Uh and I mean for real we lived in like the country in Tennessee and then I moved back to the suburbs of Chicago lost that real quick (laughs) uh back to back to being a yankee but i grew up in the southwest suburbs of chicago which is like near joliet and kind of out there like i grew up in a lot of cornfields and stuff but there was only one country radio station us 99 right in the middle of the dial Uh it was popular but it wasn't like my high school was big and i would say there was like five percent were the country kids maybe less than 10% of kids listened to country music in my high school, way more listened to ska. Uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, As it should uh, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's, you, and that's regional. That's not of the time, right? You still go there. There's yeah. still a lot of ska. There's heads. still a lot of ska heads. I mean, maybe. Uh, checkers everywhere. Checkers everywhere. Well, and also weirdly like Christian ska was like very big at my oh, high school. Oh yeah. Five, five iron, iron friends. Yeah. The, <laughs> the MXPX of it all was yeah, really, yeah was really jumping Uh out but it was interesting because then I worked with a bunch of people from Atlanta when I like lived in Chicago and a lot just people who grew up in the south or in places where country music is prevalent they just have 
you just absorb it in a way that like I did not growing up. Like, again, like I'm like, did not know that Rascal Flats, I'm assuming they covered Life is a Highway. Do they yes. do? For the Cars soundtrack, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> They wagon wheel. That's old crow medicine show. And that song is also a cover of an incomplete Bob Dylan like demo. is Rascal Flatts' song? Shit. I don't see uh, there. I don't really know Rascal Flatts. I think Flats. they actually <laughs> are known mostly for Life is a Highway. I think so, so too. Crazy wow. enough, but they definitely had a lot of singles. Well, that's the other thing that always like was kind of curious about country was as big as it got, often the biggest hits did not cross over. Like that wasn't a given that they would show up on other radio stations. That always felt very, very separate and by itself and like mm -hmm. the crossover artists that i can think of really had to make a deliberate pop turn like faith hill or shania twain yeah um, totally and like we'll get to it later and, and you know one of the reasons we're having this conversation dolly parton you know definitely made that choice at one point i will say though that my high school prom theme was from this moment on by oh. Shania Twain. <laughs> wow. So yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was a lot more country happening than I knew. But or again, maybe that song was just a big crossover. That's the you thing know? is that Shania was, was a huge crossover. Yeah. This moment, as long as I live, I will love you. I mean, that's, that song is like even barely country, if I may say, not to mm -hmm. no, it's get, a ballad. get the genre, but yeah. it's like, no, it's that's a pop not a ballad country for song, sure. I wouldn't yeah. say, but it's just a country artist. Yeah. Right. But that's, you know, that's Mutt Lang, baby. Bringing that Mutt. Mutt dirty dog. <laughs> We've talked a lot about Mutt on our podcast, for oh, sure. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. It just has yeah. this, you can tell right away, this is a Mutt Lang song. It doesn't matter <laughs> whose the vessel is. You're just like, that's Mutt. Mm, I, yep. I smell a Mutt in here. You know, like. <laughs> uh -huh. Is there gibberish happening? Oh, that's a Mutt song. <laughs> we got Mutt. Do we have an airplane sound? That's mud. Baby. That's a mud. You know what <laughs> Before we go any deeper into kind of talking about country, I want to sidestep for a moment and ask you guys about your familiarity with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because it's weird. It's a weird thing. Uh, Ty <laughs> Tyler, I know you listen to this podcast, so I've got to imagine you're Dude. kind of in step with us to some degree. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar, mostly thanks to you and Kristen. <laughs> also, Kristen, nice to meet you. I've heard you Hello, first hi. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's been great. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty, I'm more familiar with the Rock Hall than the Country Hall by a good measure. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the, the Rock Hall, at least... It feels like even though we talk about how it's peripheral, it has some visibility. I feel like the Country Hall of Fame is even more shrouded in secrecy. And like, you know, Rock Hall is on HBO. I assume the Country Hall of Fame is broadcast, but maybe it's not. 
Do you, either of you know? I don't know. If it is, I'm sure it's on like CMT. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I've like never watched one of the country Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. I watch every one that comes on on HBO because I love the concerts and all that mm-hmm. stuff too. Oh, I, wow. like this, I like watching like, you know, musicians speak because... <laughs> It could be they're, funny. <laughs> yeah, they're either going to be like really good at it or just dog shit. And like, it's, it, I like that, you know, I like the gamble. Uh, in that, <laughs> you know, I've got time. <laughs> I'll watch this. And uh, I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland twice, but I've never been to the Country Music Hall of Fame. And I've been to Nashville a lot more than I've been to Cleveland. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> the you know, country hall of fame is interesting. I was like looking up, you know, and again, maybe it's just a thing of like country is also just like we said, so often separate from everything else. Like if maybe if you're a country head with listening to country radio stations and all that, like, you know, about the hall of fame and you know when it is and, you know, you can stream it live. I'm reading. So I guess maybe people <laughs> will do that. Uh, I stream have, it live. I have to <laughs> say this almost verbatim because it is uh, very funny. Due to high de- demand for attendance at the hmm. country. Uh, actually, you know what? This appears to be the country radio hall of fame. Well, there you go. Is That's your, there's your, tr- uh, it is different. To cut the chicks, what the fuck? there's your trouble. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's a great. Anyway, one. it's it's streaming. It's Damn streaming it. on an app called Pickle Jar, and I just wanted you guys to know. <laughs> that's what this is. This is yeah, you're pickle drinking jar. out of a pickle jar. I'm drinking out of an app called Pickle Jar. Anyway. That's- you could easily be just be making fun of country music and uh-huh. we couldn't tell. So, I... <laughs> so that's conf- so that's confusing. There's a country radio hall of fame in addition to the country music hall of fame. This well, is... you know, they got all them channels, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and the country music hall of fame's architecture. I don't know if you guys saw this, but for the building itself, it looks like a piano, like with like the keys and stuff. I'm it is the piano it tie. Of architecture, <laughs> when you think of country music, you oh, yeah. first, first instrument, yeah, <laughs> piano. Yeah, I never think lap steel or banjo or anything like that. Yeah, this is interesting. Well, you know, I mean, what is the rock hall shaped like? It's like uh, a pyramid. The loo. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. The yeah, So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like, but they avoided the kind of they avoided shaping it like a guitar the way yeah. that the actual. Uh, <laughs> What in symbol the avatar the right is. Um, but yeah, the, the Country Music Hall of Fame is is an interesting, potentially more shrouded in secrecy than the Rock Hall, if that's even possible. It's yeah. definitely much less inclusive artistically. You know, mm-hmm. like rock hole, rock hole is like I said, rock hole. The right, rock cool. hole. Who cares about the, the rock, rock hole? Who cares about the rock <laughs> hole? I'm going to start a bar right next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame called the Rock Hole. I was going to say that's uh, usually where you listen to country is in a rock yeah, hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some call it a cave, but uh, <laughs> what's what's going on with this rock hole? Over hey, here? what this old rock hole here? I don't get it. Uh, down yonder. Down yonder, there's a damn rock hole. There's bears living in there. <laughs> they're nice they're nice um, anyway <laughs> but uh god no oh yeah rock I've, i totally lost track with the rock hole thing Oops. oh yeah 
you were saying it's a the rock hall is more inclusive genre oh yeah like there's more like there's hip-hop in the rock and roll hall of fame and everything Mm -hmm. and like country music hall of fame doesn't even let in a lot of country (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like from from your vantage point are there uh, like obvious omissions like you know there's there's a few at the rock hall but usually they're not like I would say it wouldn't be like, why isn't Bruce Springsteen in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like they tend to take mm-hmm. care of of the pretty obvious ones. But and I, I know you guys also said like the country hall isn't something you know too much about. But is there like any complete snubs that come to mind? I did try to look into this and this actually got resolved this year. But Danny and I did an episode about Ray Charles mm-hmm. and it, he just got inducted into the country hall of fame this year, which mm-hmm. felt very overdue considering like how successful his country albums were yeah, and like how much he propelled country to a different market. And I'm sure there's a reason why it took a while for hmm, him to be what, I wonder included. But yeah, I mean, and it's it, it, the, the fact that you bring that up, there is also this thing that happened when Dolly was being considered for the Rock Hall. You know, it kind of, and I'm going to use the word chuff, uh, it, it chuffed uh, some of the uh, the big country. Chuff? chuff? <laughs> usually, <laughs> chuff is a good thing. And I did study abroad. I don't bring it up a lot, but I, um, in England, if you're chuffed, oh, or boy. in the UK, if you're chuffed, you're psyched. You're well chuffed. Oh. I'm using it more like how a train chuffs. You mean that's not train? that. Ch- a train does not go chuffa 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 choo choo. Mm-hmm. I think you, you might no, be you thinking got it. chafe. You nailed it. <laughs> I think you might be thinking chafe. Huh? I kind of want to say chuff. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you're welcome to, but it sounds like a good thing to me. Well, I was mad chuffed. I was. Uh, anyway, I feel like a lot of. Uh, Weirdly, like the the full country people got upset with the Dolly inclusion, the Rock Hall, because mm-hmm. there's like an almost an ownership thing. There's like a no, she's one of ours. And a lot of people would say we don't induct rock and roll artists in the country hall of fame. And that is not true. <laughs> not true. I mean, Elv- Elvis, right. the I mean, I, he the king of rock and roll. Like, yeah, he's in. <laughs> End of yeah. end of conversation. But then it was just right. so funny. Like literally that same year, Ray Charles was announced as one of the inductees, and it was like, it's right there. It's right in front of you. Totally. Yeah. Well, there was like um a brief period where Dolly was like, I don't want it even. We would we had a real oh, roller yes, coaster. Baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it was uh, you got the wrong one, baby, on that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was this is ex- this is exciting and unexpected to I'm releasing a statement after the ballots have already gone out that I don't want to be involved and I don't think this is correct. And my husband is a rock and roll freak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fun a little detail she threw in there. Uh, and then around the time when like most of the ballots had been accepted, but not all of them, she went, well, you know, I talked to some people and I guess it's different than I thought and sure I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. She's like, I heard I'm getting in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I might as right. well 
yeah, except okay grace gracefully yeah tyler and i were hoping that she was just now just gonna throw out like a full rock album like mm-hmm. she's threatening that she's threatening stuff, it you know like I, she, she did say like, yeah she was like now that i'm getting in i guess i'm gonna have to do a full rock album which i've always wanted to do right so i hope mm. she's she stays true to that no i yeah. would be there for that for sure absolutely would love to hear it yeah. yeah she sometimes does cover rock songs but she turns them into like bluegrass songs instead she mm-hmm. has a, a <laughs> habit of doing that but would love yeah. to hear a proper rock album right i think she's afraid of alienating her audience so she will always throw in a slide guitar or a banjo or something into like even when she was doing her pop turn mm-hmm. i think she was really afraid of like what they would do to her <laughs> if she <laughs> right like be like oh no it's, it's see hear that hear that banjo <laughs> i'm off the hook right. yeah <laughs> there's a lot to talk about with dolly but well i would also like to mention please. though that in that meantime when she was not sure if she was even except if she had the chance to be inducted into the rock and roll of fame she did announce the return of the taco bell mexican pizza <laughs> so coincidence i don't think you so know, mm-hmm. that's uh that's big news to me i think that's big news <laughs> to the world and in general that's the story of how the fans all of you all of us across the internet brought back our beloved mexican pizza you know like you said she has to throw in a banjo or a swag guitar she knows how to keep her audience hey guess what i don't know if i'm gonna do this but here's mexican pizza again here's something we can all agree <laughs> <Yeah>. on <laughs> yeah the return in of these, the mexican pizza these Taco divided Bell. times right <laughs> yeah am i country am i not well one thing's for sure i love tacos that are flat <laughs> I like a flat taco. <laughs> flat taco. The That's what a Mexican thing, pizza is to some degree, right? The only, yeah. Yeah. the only thing flat about her. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> not her notes and not her chest. I may be curvy, <laughs> but I like my tacos flat pizza style, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a real roller coaster for us. It was, she just timed it so poorly. Mm-hmm. Also, you can't do what she was. For us in particular. Well, I mean, time poorly in the sense of the ballots went out and then she was like, don't include me. Like if she wanted to actually do that, which worth mentioning, you can't do. You can't like withdraw (laughs) your name. That's not something. I mean, people have tried to do that in the past and you just, you can't uh, reject it. Uh, you kind of just bring more attention to the fact that you're on the ballot, uh-huh. right? Yeah. By doing that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. When Dolly posts an Instagram post, it's like the most popular thing on Instagram. It gets, and I, even just in the feed of her things that she had posted on Instagram, it was the thing that got the most likes. It definitely drew attention to it. And a lot of people were saying, Dolly, you're a class act. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, I guess I don't understand how, but people just they want to they want an opportunity yeah. to tell Dolly that she's classy. Maybe that was a ploy by the Rock Hall to generate publicity. Maybe they've actually got it together. Oh, oh. well, hey, I somebody's don't know. pulling it's some a, a new cons- yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. This is my yeah. new angle. Is I think it's yeah. all a conspiracy. <laughs> I mean, it was weird, and I believe strongly that she was she got a ton of votes before her announcement and then stopped getting votes and then fell down to about, let's say, I don't know, number seven or so on the list of vote getters. And they don't normally do uh, seven inductees, but after Dolly said she would show up, I think they were like, well, 
let's scoop Dolly in the seven spot and yeah, get her in. Oh, so they made they made an extra spot for her. I mean, that's not official, but that's he, I'm talking about conspiracies. Alleged. This is, alleged. This is okay. he's really. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she would drop below fifth, even without. Even if every, I think everyone stopped pe- voting for her, I don't think everyone stopped voting because I think a lot of people missed it. Even though we're on Instagram and it's the biggest thing to us, remember the age of the voters <laughs> of the Rock Hall and ask yourself: Were they aware? Well, <laughs> this made national news. This now was it did, like on it the did morning show up shows on like Good Morning America and mm. stuff, and now they yeah. are tuning into those. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing yeah. is like that's the probably the most like you said conspiracy brain the most press the Rock Hall got in a long time because all it takes is Dolly to make some sort of statement and then everybody picks up on it. I got to do a lot of press because of it, which was weird. <laughs> Just you know, like people were like, "How do we make sense of this?" And I was like, "Hey." You're talking to the right guy. Let me, uh... Then you were like, you got the right one, baby. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, and I said, dash, well, Ray Charles, Ray, Ray Charles, Ray Charles. Yeah. country yeah. music hall of fame inductee. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I was even just looking. I mean, not to like get off of Dolly, which is something I would never do. Hey, brother. Mm-hmm. Chance. Mm-hmm. All so, right, there we go. Anyway, <laughs> oops a daisy. Uh, <laughs> there's a, like the amount of people that are in both the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Country Music Hall of Fame is like- It's a surprise, I would say surprisingly long surprising. list. Yeah. And like Jimmy Rogers was like inducted in the first year of both. Of both, you know? yeah. And mm-hmm. he's basically just a blues- slash country yodeler you know mm-hmm. and so it makes sense that he would you know it all comes from blues basically anyway elvis loved him but then like you know so did some of the biggest country names like they just kind of some took the blues some took the yodel and then they just kind of mm-hmm. branched yeah. off from there <laughs> but then like you know johnny cash and ray charles like but the johnny cash I don't know a rock and roll Johnny Cash song other than the ones that he covered on that album, mm-hmm. like when he was dying, basically. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Know? With with Cash, it's it's almost like the company he kept through Sun Records and like the Million Dollar Quartet and the fact that like he was around yeah. with Elvis and Carl Perkins, and he has that and kind of rock and roll. He gave a middle attitude. finger in a very famous poster. So <laughs> That's rock and roll, baby. If you think yeah. about the dorm room effect, Johnny Cash. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's in dorm room effect alone. All right. Every poster that is notorious, Pulp Fiction the movie is going to get into the rock <laughs> yeah. soon. You better John, watch John, out. John Belushi's John college Belushi, sweatshirt. Yeah. John Belushi's is, college uh, sweatshirt. Gustav Klimt's The Kiss will also be being inducted. Uh, get all, ready, everybody. All this and more. All the Van Goghs. Yeah. Like, um, but I, I want to talk a little bit more about the crossover between the halls, but I would like to do that after we take a little break. We will be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break. You remembered you- that there is plenty in the pickle jar. <laughs> plenty in the damn pickle jar, baby. There's plenty, plenty, in, the pickle jar. There's yeah. plenty in the pickle jar. Always. That would be a great country song. It would. No. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It has to be like a folk tune you know that's yeah. a campfire banjo picking plenty in the pickle jar right you know the trail's been rough pass it around you know sleeping in the saddle for the past few days <laughs> yeah. even, you know but hey we got a good fire around us yeah no meat uh, to carry I, it in the covered wagon but there's plenty, there's in, the plenty in the pickle jar, jar. at the end of the day a culture wall doing that yeah, yeah there we go <laughs> good wow it's that easy folks That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah we, we were starting to talk about the artists who are in both halls of fame and you know typically you'll find the more traditional country artists in the early influence category because mm-hmm. acts like bob wills or hank williams or jimmy rogers bill monroe these are guys mm-hmm. who did for a lot of major rock acts whether it's dylan or springsteen or whoever elvis they were for sure influenced by these guys and some of them modeled different things of of their career after them so that makes sense and then where it get where it does get a little like johnny cash you're like oh yeah i guess but i mean i even get the sense that the hall was dragging their feet on johnny cash for a little bit because he could have been inducted when... They were dragging their feet, and they should have been tapping them. <laughs> Look, I don't have I a lot wanna... of information for this episode, but I've got a lot of I got a lot to say. I've got yeah. some dumb things no. to say. Yeah, I got a lot of dumb things to say. They should have been so... scooting their boots on, yeah. uh, on Johnny Cash. Exactly, not yeah. dragging their feet. Thank there you. There you go. There you go. See? We found it. Mm-hmm. But like you know, Johnny Cash could have been inducted that first year. He could have been inducted at the same time as Elvis, or even the second year with with Carl Perkins. But I get the sense they were probably like. I mean, he was inducted in '92, which isn't like late necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I think for someone like Johnny Cash, who if you knew you wanted to induct him, you could have done it earlier. I get the sense that the genre stuff was a little dicey. Yeah, I, I was going to ask Joe. I mean, this is before his comeback with Rick Rubin mm-hmm. when he's being inducted. So he's not cool at the time. If my no. if my timeline is correct, he was struggling in Branson, Missouri, close to my hometown at the time, which is like not where you want to be mm-hmm. when he was inducted. So do you think he was inducted because like 
he does have influence on a lot of rock people or were they like well actually we do think johnny's like cool and we'd like to claim him a little bit like what do you think the logic Mm. is yeah i think it's i think it's the sun records connection i think it's the influence i mean like you wouldn't see it so as big as you would later with the rick rubin albums but yeah i don't know i it's it's hard to put your finger on because i guess when you look at like ring of fire and i walk the line there's a there's a rock edge to it i think to some to some degree um yeah and yeah. the prison albums that are exactly. live very they're like rock concerts even though it's country music and he was really mm-hmm. embraced by the rock critics as well that might also have something to do with it um for sure yeah but he's not so out of the realm of rock and roll that it seems like crazy you know mm-hmm. it like i would right. certainly say dolly is i mean she she's more of a pop crossover than she ever really was a rock and roll crossover but as the mm. as the hall continues to or starts to really embrace pop then that becomes a little complicated because you're like okay well as we induct someone like whitney houston who you know has r&b to her but also is very pop and we've inducted madonna and we will probably eventually induct taylor swift do we not want to get dolly while we can yeah i think that seems to be what makes sense i mean there's also it's almost impossible to calculate the influence dolly has across different genres including pop and rock music but they probably are looking ahead they're like well we'll probably induct miley at some point we'll probably induct taylor at some point and obviously they're super influenced by dolly yeah uh, exceptions i feel like for general ubiquity like just when someone because dolly's country sure but she's so big she's just dolly like just to put her in country is a disservice to the shadow she casts on all american (laughs) culture like it you know so it's like that you can kind of at least that's what when i tried to make sense of it it was like well she's bigger than just one genre also like some of these artists like especially people like you know, Jerry Lee Lewis is one of them. Yeah, very like, recently, too. Just, just yeah. to note, uh, he maybe hasn't mm-hmm. even been inducted yet. That was announced relatively recently that Jerry Lee Lewis, a longtime snub for the Country Hall, a, mm-hmm. a first year inductee for the Rock Hall, is now being inducted into the Country Hall as well. Hmm. Right, exactly. Which is just wild because Rock couldn't wait to claim him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was totally a rock and roller, of course, like, you know, lighting pianos on fire and stuff like that. <laughs> just doing, but he had piano, a... though, famously country instrument. <laughs> famous, <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you seen, that? Have told, seen their really. Hall of Fame? <laughs> I'm just saying. But like, you know, he's he's had like decades of country songs, too. Yes. And, uh, hmm. you know, just he had Chantilly Lace was number one on the country charts at one point but he's also nicknamed the killer and everything and he's in that class of where I've argued um, on our podcast uh, before several times where like these country artists and rock artists at the time we're touring together playing like literally like sock hops and high school gyms and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they all dug each other's music. They all did the same drugs. That's for sure. And they like inspired each other. I think it was so intertwined at that point that it's hard to separate them. It's gotten a lot different again over periods of time, but like now 
Tyler, even I've said before, it's like, listen to radio country. Now it's like death lip. It's, it's like, arena rock. So, it's arena yeah. rock. So mm-hmm. it's like, they keep going in and out of each other, you know, a double helix sort of situation. <laughs> Not unlike yeah. the DNA molecule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's true. I mean, I'm just thinking about like those show like those touring shows that they used to do in the early days of of rock and roll you know before like the rock concert was a big thing often these acts would be bundled together and going on the road and like i keep thinking of the fact the kind of legend which i believe is true which is that waylon jennings was supposed to be on the plane instead of buddy holly right and that has like you know obviously been a, a source of extreme guilt and a lot of feelings as as it would but like mm-hmm. they were yeah they were on the road together they knew each other i mean waylon jennings there's someone who is not in the rock and roll hall of fame i guess determined to be distinctly country for some reason even though johnny cash is not yeah right. the, the waylon one is interesting and i am trying to remember i don't remember if it was him switching with buddy holly it might have been the big bopper but it was he was supposed to take one of be on the plane instead right. of one of those guys because they were like splitting somewhere on a tour bus mm-hmm. without heat and he was like this guy's sick i'll i'll ride on the bus so he have a cold or something but yeah waylon covered a ton of rock and roll songs mm-hmm. um he even covered he, three dog night yeah i mean he, like, yeah <laughs> what i think he has an album that's titled it's only rock and roll even so he's like kind of yeah he's a super big rock fan but But he's also like consider he's like the definition of country or outlaw country to a lot of people so (laughs) he probably doesn't have very good chances of getting into the rock hall because of that but he really embraced uh rock in his country music sure i also just think you know is he still alive no i'm just like i don't know we we're not missing anything you know what i i I guess to me i'm like yeah the the I, i see that point of like you know what's nice about getting dolly in is that she's alive uh, and can still mm-hmm. play and, mm-hmm. you know, will be a part of the concert in a really fun and exciting way. But yeah, like using spots at the Rock Hall for country artists that aren't around anymore, you wonder like what the point is, especially if it's taking spots away from folks who are still around and are, are more definitively rock, which ironically enough, was kind of one of the points that Dolly made in her statement was that she felt like she would take up mm-hmm. someone else's spot. Probably Smash Mouths. Likely <laughs> Smash Mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real Big Fish or something. Yeah. Yeah. Godsmack. Uh-huh. Um, but along the lines of like a Dolly-type induction, like someone who is beloved by everybody, someone who has crossover appeal, and someone who's still with us, and someone who is like, a legend kind of beyond their genre to be inducted uh, next. Now that kind of this Dolly thing has happened, I wouldn't be shocked if Willie Nelson was, was right behind her. Mm. Yeah. He's kind of the next, he's next in line for like a living artist. That's right. of that, of that magnitude though, Willie, he's probably influenced <laughs> a ton of, you know, rock and rollers, but I think of him as even less, rock and roll than you know waylon or johnny and a lot of people just mm-hmm. from how he sounds not that's not yeah. a dig or anything but they're gonna have to get to it 
I just to me, I know I he, my man is eighty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I guess to me, I'm like, does he even want to be in the rock hall? Would he care about it? Is he? Would he be? I, I, I'm like, we have so many black artists that like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. need to get mm-hmm. in and women. And I'm just like, I'm I'm not out here sniffing around being like, we've really got to set this. We got to do right by country. You know, mm-hmm. to me, that is like not necessarily where the priority needs to be. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. I, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I would rather I'd rather see Cher in or Pixies Ooh, baby, or baby. somebody way Absolutely. before, right. you know, even, even like you could like Graham Parsons probably has a valid case to be in mm-hmm. as the inventor of country rock, but yeah. yeah, I'd put Sharon before Graham, you know, because she's with us. Yeah. You know, it's like, there are those country rock guys that are much more defined in the middle, but I guess we, it's the Dolly thing is interesting to see what it means in the grand scope of things. Like, Mm -hmm. is she just like when the rock hall inducted Miles Davis in 2006, where it was like, then no no other jazz guys got in. It was just Uh by himself. Like, and then (laughs) we continued on with what we were doing before, or will it be as though this is a direction we want to go down now with country artists where it's like Dolly and then it's Willie. And then, mm. you know, artists like that. I mean, if they wanted to do that, they, they just missed Loretta Lynn, sadly. Um, yeah. But I feel yeah. like she would have been on that list if that's something they want to do, but it's, I don't know. It was such a controversial move that I don't know if they would decide that it was all worth it. Or if it was like, well, that was kind of silly. Let's, uh, course correct yeah i guess time will tell on that one i don't know yeah. I, I i i exactly just, i always see the announcements and sometimes i'm like shocked like isn't is eminem in the rock and roll this year game? getting in this yeah. year so it's like <laughs> him and dolly yeah. are gonna do stand think- together <laughs> <laughs> that would rule actually that would be insane yeah, yeah. and then do islands in the stream yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, please. But, uh, you know, I just feel like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is starting to just and try to get whatever they can get in there. That has to be of quality, of course, mm-hmm. you know, but like it's what it seems like this year, maybe the past couple of years too. just like, hey, if you've had some hits and we think you're cool. <laughs> You're, you're rock and roll now. I know. know. Well, that's the, yeah. the, the Dolly thing, I think, is the furthest they've reached for something yeah. like that. Because mm-hmm. hip hop, you can kind of understand how it would be in the same tree as rock and roll. Like how that also comes from the blues, how, you know, the, the sampling of R&B songs and even for like acts like Run DMC rock songs, like how that all comes from the same place and that it shares the same attitude of kind of youth culture rebellion. The, it, it feels mm-hmm. like rock and roll did when rock and roll was nascent. Um, mm-hmm. But the if we start getting into country too much, it starts to lose the thread a little bit of like, well, yeah, it's just anything now. Like there's no, yeah. like I can in my head. And like, if you give me a, a wall covered in uh, strings and push bins, <laughs> I can uh-huh. like make sense of pretty much any inductee, like to connect it back to like the same web. But mm-hmm. if it's, if it starts to just be like, well, you know, it's anybody who's ever recorded an album, mm-hmm. then I, I, 
I'll lay down flat on the floor with my face down. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't be able to like continue to reverse engineer, justify what the hall is doing. Yeah. I have to imagine the Dolly thing. Part of it is, I mean, she's only gotten more and more popular. It's like the rock hall is benefited from her inclusion, yes. which I think you guys have, have brought up before, but also she had more pop crossover than most country artists. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think Garth Brooks will ever get in. Cause even though he had some pop crossover, he kind of almost tried not to like, he yeah. really tried to only live on the country charts. Agreed. You know? I mean, like thinking of Garth Brooks specifically, like that was someone who was so big, but I didn't know about him from his music at all. I you knew you know. about him from Chris Gaines. <laughs> now Chris Gaines should be in the rock and roll. Yeah, Chris Gaines. That's the one that's loud. Yeah, that's Garth Garth. Yeah, right there, <laughs> Garth. Yeah. But the uh, I mean, like Garth Brooks, like some of those albums are like the best selling albums of all time. Like he mm. was just so so big, but I I feel like he was still never really crossing over. I don't know any Garth Brooks songs. I like do now having like out of curiosity of like, why don't I know Garth Brooks songs? And I, I've like exposed myself to them now, but like growing up, unless you were listening to a country radio station, you wouldn't hear them. It was but completely I, the in its lane. The only thing that I ever saw of Garth, because I did not listen to Garth Brooks growing up either. I feel like you could, you would hear friends in low places at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. i feel like it's the best setting for it <laughs> yeah right, right? Like, good message for essentially yeah, yeah. what it's about i got friends in all places where the whiskey drowns and the beer and then uh i remember the video the music video for the thunder rolls which was about domestic violence yeah mm-hmm. um i remember that being like a big deal thunder and the lightning strikes. Those are those are the two things I knew about Garth Brooks. Right, and so I think that kind of proves the point. Like, given how uh, you know big he was, if you weren't like into country and actively listening to country, you only got like weird snippets here and there. Right. I mean, to my knowledge, he's probably the only country music artist that's ever ac- actually hosted saturday night live unless like, you count dolly <laughs> oh that's true All right, there you go yeah, yeah Doll- that's dolly right. did host actually you know what now that i'm thinking about it blake shelton hosted like relatively oh, no. recently <laughs> as well. america's sexiest Miley man and taylor have both hosted but <laughs> All right, all right, I'm wrong. But anyway, is, you know, you, Johnny Cash actually hosted as well. Wait, is back, that true? Back in the '80s, and he wasn't the musical guest. Elton John was the musical guest. Wait, what? Whoa. He was just a host? Yeah, I mean, I think he probably played music, but he was the host. And I'm you know. over here like, make it make sense. <laughs> I mean, I want to watch that episode because I love Johnny Cash. I hope he's in some sketches as well as hosting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love Elton John. Like, Has Terry Bradshaw hosted SNL? Because he released a country album that's also. True. That's true. That's absolutely no, true. No, no. I mean, like football players have hosted, but no, he, I, no, he Terry hasn't. Bradshaw okay. never uh, never made the jump. Seems like he would, though. Anyway. Tim, even... Tim, Tim McGraw hosted. Oh, oh wow. I want to say, let me quickly look this up. I don't think, yeah, Tim McGraw hosted and the musical guest wasn't him. It was Ludacris and T-Pain. Whoa! This is some. They really just are like, all right, country. You're good at acting. <laughs> like, I, I don't. We don't need to hear those hilarious this. country stars. Like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. 
SNL, SNL knows how to uh, occasionally appeal to the red states. Yeah. <laughs> like That's occasionally true, yeah. sprinkle out, uh, mm-hmm. you know, someone like that. Anyway, but the the Dolly thing with her crossover, like she really, I mean, and we forget some of them. I mean, the one that sticks out is nine to five because like, I feel like you still hear it. And that song is, I would say, barely country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. We're with you on that one. Uh, also, this song, Baby I'm Burning. It's it's a rocker more mm-hmm. than it is country. Mm-hmm. And it's also got weird sound effects. It's pre-Mutt Lang. But like it's got some like laser sounds and stuff okay. in it. It's, oh, all it's right. Wild. Yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a good rocker. Yeah, but nine to five is definitely a bigger hit that's, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like that's household name stuff. Yeah, you know? number one hit kind of stuff. But if you look if you look at the list of singles she released, you will see covers of R and B songs and songs from like the rock and roll, the early rock and roll era, like "Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher." Or Save the Last Dance for me. So, you know, she's, it, it, it's funny, the kind of rewriting of history as though like, she's country all the way, but she very openly has mm-hmm. been dipping her toe uh, well, yeah. across the genre line for a long time. Well, yeah, and Islands in the Stream is clearly oh, not yeah. country at all. Islands in the Stream. Like there's not even a bit of country in it. Other than the fact that it's her and Kenny Rogers. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I I love it. It It is great. Uh, Someone, uh, I got to give, I I don't know who it was, but someone was like, if she does that at the induction, you know, we're kind of talking about who she should do it with. Would be cool if it was Barry Gibb, the guy who wrote the song for the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that someone on Twitter good. suggested that. Yeah, and then someone else, in a very funny way, was like, "Nah, it's gonna be Proz. Has to be Proz <laughs> from Ghetto Superstar." <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh-huh. they're the that's same. So <laughs> I thought that that was a, a fun. <laughs> that would be a guy. A guy named Kyle Gasman is the person who I want to shout out for the Barry Gibb, and then Gal Hazor is the person who said pros. So got to give it, got to give shout out cred where cred is due, both funny and good uh, suggestions. What about just a hologram of Kenny Rogers? Interesting. You know, it's been a while since we've seen a hologram performance. That's true. And uh, you're advocating to bring it back. (laughs) Yeah, I would would appreciate it. Okay, controversial (laughs) pro hologram stance on the show from Danny. Uh, Interesting. I thought it was cool. I personally think she should sing it to a bucket of Kenny Rogers chicken. Uh, (laughs) Kenny Rogers roasters. Yeah. I I know he'll be there and they don't usually do this, but Lionel Richie would be interesting just because he wrote Lady for Kenny Rogers. And there's like, oh, yeah, an actual connection there. Yeah, um, we've discussed Lionel Richie as well. He's got mm-hmm. a ton of country songs. No, he yeah. really country does. Country, yeah, yeah, yeah. B- big time. Uh, and he has that whole Tuskegee album. I've listened to it. It's a good listen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Tuskegee was covers of the songs country or not, but he made them country because he did duets with yeah. folks like Tim McGraw and Shania Twain and mm-hmm. Willie and Kenny and all, all sorts of Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. Yeah. <laughs> 
I Coral thought, Reefer. Oh my gosh. You didn't oh, know that? Boy. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Oh, I did no. not know that either. Oh. I'm finding it out just oh, right man. now. <laughs> well, you learn a lot when you go to a Margaritaville alone. Um, and, you end up uh, watching you know, what's on the screen. And... <laughs> yeah. The Coral Reefer band. I mean, it's yeah. perfect. Dang. Is it, is it not it. the most perfect thing for Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. Wow. It's, the most, yeah. it's the most on brand, but yet I've, I'm still surprised. I guess so it is I perfect. think of Buffett fans as just being drinkers. I don't think of them being tokers, but I guess oh. you can be both. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, you, both. Can. you can Jimmy, be both no longer i think either a drinker or a toker but in his day very heavy on both you yeah, believe it uh-huh. he's got a, a, one Famously. of my favorite songs of his which is also a country song i would say mm-hmm. is um off it's his album havana daydreaming is the yes. name of the album but the song is called my head hurts my feet stink and i don't love jesus my head hurts my feet stink and i don't love jesus it's a hangover song it's a hangover song and he's just <laughs> do we think jimmy buffett gets into either hall of fame i think he'll get in both wow i was gonna yeah. say that. oh i was about to say neither <laughs> I, was gonna say neither. <laughs> I think he gets in both i think he does he did i could if he gets on the ballot yeah. for the rock hall i do think he gets in just because i think he's yeah. beloved uh by the industry and i think yeah. it's, and it's, the, the the parrot heads will unite Right, you exactly. If you, thought a- the, if you thought the Dave Matthews fans were intense, wait yeah. till the parrot right. heads the learn heads about are- the internet. Wait for the flock, as they oh, call themselves. Christ. Would you consider Jimmy Buffett rock and roll generally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. I would. He's got yeah. a ton of country too. He's also he, done songs he's with an Alan old Jackson white guy who plays and, guitar. Yeah. It seems yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I guess so. Good point. I think point. I think a lot of those songs are kind of in line with like the Glenn Fry Eagles songs, you know. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think it would it. be like an outrage if he got in, I guess. Yeah. I'm not I mean, clamoring for it. Oh, I'm I, not begging for it, but I think I think it's it's going to happen. It's possible. <laughs> it really could. I mean, he has a uh, he has a very powerful manager named Irving Azoff, who is an inductee oh boy. himself, and he <laughs> one of his like skills, I guess, is he can get people into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like the Doobie Brothers hired him, and then within like two years, they were in. Whoa! <laughs> All I'm saying, you know. All right. Hey, listen. I'll I'll have I'll take Irving on my team. You know. Yeah. I'll have yeah. what I'll Everybody. have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I guess it wouldn't we've had a few good years in the rock hall if we get a a dud like jimmy buffett i think i'll be okay with it (laughs) i don't have to uh i yeah i won't i won't be too too upset i guess that's always the fear right is you get someone who's just like iconic and just like a household name but not necessarily someone you really enjoy that much and if they show Mm -hmm. up on the ballot they're almost guaranteed to get in and and keep exactly i don't know an iron maiden or somebody who's like struggling off yeah <laughs> that is the thing is it's if you get someone like that who just as easily has not been on the ballot all of a sudden they get on and they get in i mean mm-hmm. it was like a, it was a dolly thing as well as soon as we saw her on the ballot it was like well this is a no-brainer it doesn't matter yeah. about any genre shit she's just a big enough name she'll get in right i also i just think you know you get buffett on there then damn it you're in for a jamily situation because <laughs> Those parrot heads are not going to, they will not rest until they have attended every form of concert that you can for this man. Mm-hmm. He, he will sell out everything for the rest of his life. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. 
I'm just I checking mean, to see if ticket prices have gone down for oh for uh, the this year's induction for ceremony. This year's induction. I mean, uh, uh, the, Jimmy Buffett's fans are so rabid that they there's literal communities. Like, I mean, places where people live. Housing, yes, housing communities. <laughs> Wait, Whoa. what? What? Like, there's you can live. There's a in, literal Margaritaville. Yes, they have created. Let me see if I can get more information on it. But it's like, oh man, you can basically live in the Margaritaville uh, town. Oh my god! Home. See, I want to love something that much. That's a community. <laughs> That's beautiful, actually. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think of a thing that I could like enough that I would like other fans of. Live, That's the other thing. Live and own in Margaritaville at Where? Margaritaville, oh, Florida. Florida. Orlando, Florida. Margaritaville. Orlando. Orlando. Resorts.com. Wow. Live the resort lifestyle at your leisure with exciting amenities and idyllic locations. When you own a piece of Margaritaville, you could vacation <laughs> in style anytime you wish or call Paradise home all year. So it could be a timeshare. It's a timeshare. Time your second, yeah. second home situation could be because you saw that Disney was planning like a a, a community as yeah. well. Right. Which Disney adults living amongst Disney adults is a thing I would not wish among upon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I live in LA and there's just a fair number just, too many, yeah. you know, in the wild. But yeah. I, I think I'm just trying to think, is there a thing where I could imagine liking the other fans of this thing? Because that is neat. If you could find a thing where you really. You find I'm your the, tribe. Yeah, I mm-hmm. really do think like we don't have as much community anymore as as a, a culture. <laughs> Also, you, and maybe you, Jimmy's also, trying to solve that through capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta say, there's a you know senior communities, and they don't they call it 55 and better communities. Whoa, see, and that's what that's I'm talking about. And that's yeah. a good spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it looks I'm just up, like it looks I'm like trying some to of imagine these... what the you know what the Smiths community is like, you know, for like when we get old, it's like bleak. It's like, you know, South LA. Yeah. I don't Um, know what Hold on, just not not to get too caught up in the luxury condominiums available to you at Margaritaville, but (laughs) there's, you can, they're sold out at the Anna Maria Sound in Florida. You can also get them at Nassau in the Bahamas. Bahamas. Uh, Bahamas. Wait, so they wait, they're they're sold then, out in Orlando. There's none. At, no at more Anna Maria available? Sound, wherever that is. But then also there's these the 55 and better communities are Daytona Beach, Hilton Head in South Carolina, and Water Sound, Florida. So it's like there's they're Margaritaville's <laughs> vacation ownership in St. Thomas at the Virgin I in the Virgin Islands, Rio Mar in Puerto Rico, Nashville, Las Vegas. Atlanta. Who picks the Nashville one? It's like, you're what landlocked a, at Margaritaville. Yeah. yeah. Like that's- <laughs> this is, yeah. Mar- these Margaritaville resorts are all over the world. And wow. uh, I think with through the four of us, we could, you know, pile our money together and maybe yeah. get something going. I'm convinced. I mean, I Put know that in. there's like Margaritaville <laughs> hotels, and I know that there's Margaritaville cruises. Mm-hmm. and communities just like and- online and and in the world but yeah that's a life own. that's a own anyway we got way off topic uh <laughs> it's, a, it's a salt life yeah, but, uh, <laughs> i think i think pretty much we we covered all we're gonna cover i mean i want to <laughs> ask you guys anything coming up on the pod that you're uh you're looking forward to or that you want to tease to our listeners Oh yeah, sure. Episodes that are already out, you know, I, you know, this, this is your kind of final thing. And you know what, if you just want to, you can 
plug your own social media, whether it's the the pods or your own, and do whatever you want at this moment as we thank you for joining us. Oh, <laughs> oh no, thank well, you. <laughs> thank, thank you right back. Uh, it's great to be on. Thanks for having us. Um, I guess I'll say for your Chicago listeners, Danny and I will be in Chicago um, on Saturday, October 22nd at the Lincoln Lodge. We're doing a live show Woo. where we're going to have multiple comics uh present their best gateway country song and we're going to have a a competition and it's going to be a rowdy good time and then we're going to be doing a similar thing in st louis on thursday november 10th as a part of the flyover comedy festival so if you want to come to a live country music comedy podcast (laughs) jamboree (laughs) those are two opportunities if you're in the area and then i guess uh, if we're talking previous episodes i mean we've got oh boy we've got hordes of good episodes but uh you mentioned you mentioned loretta loretta lynn uh sadly just passed away uh we do have a great episode about her song the pill with uh comedian alex cumin so we get into a lot of stuff about the country music industry not being so comfortable with an empowered woman. I and bet it's, yeah. uh, it's a it's a good listen. But yeah, if you're not a country fan, that's exactly what we're trying to do on the pod is give you something else to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I don't, you could pick an artist you haven't heard of or you have. Hopefully we offer you a good a good tune. Yeah. Also, on just the other side of that, if you just like country music and you don't want to hear our voices you can go to our spotify or title pages <laughs> and just mm-hmm. hear the playlist that we have amassed about every song that we have covered so far nice uh, yeah yeah that sounds great i feel like our listeners would enjoy your show quite a bit i agree oh thanks yeah <laughs> we we hope so oh and then we're on instagram at, at just take this pod and shove it and um yeah i guess that's all we need to say we post most of our info there hell yeah well Fellers, thank you for joining us. And of course, our listeners can follow us at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Rockhallpod at gmail.com is the email. If you want Kristen to see your message, you need to designate that somewhere in there. Otherwise, I'm not going to forward it. She doesn't want to read it. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Five stars only. Anything less than five is just going to be rude, and it doesn't help us at all. Even if it's four, um, I'm going to be sad. And do you want to make me sad? <laughs> think, think about that. Um, Even if you think we're a four-star podcast, yes, it, which it, you know, that's maybe we not are. How the algorithm no, works? It's just yeah. Four uh, is basically zero. Four is zero. Think of it like an Uber rating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you want it to get us kicked off the app? You want to get, us, get kicked off the Dude. Apple Podcast app. That's what that will do. Um, but it helps us to grow and be visible. And uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo, Yusuf Kim for the music, and Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stuttered. Who cares? About the rock howl. I said it like a little country. Oh, the rock howl. (laughs) The rock howl. (laughs) It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 